We were talking, like, I remember... Have we started the show? Okay, I'll start the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Big Scoop. I'm, I'm ready to talk, so we're just diving right in. Let's do this. Um, episode 47. What are we titled? The Big Scoop. Strategy, yeah. <laughs> strategy card game podcast. I meant the individual episode. Oh, was this going to be called? Yeah. Or should I name it during the middle of this? Yes. Long Chaos Part 2, because <laughs> we're about to dive in. Okay. We said last time about bannings. Yeah, we got to discussing commander banning and like kind of the philosophy of And you of said banning. if they ban it... We should abide by that. Now, I said... I agree to that because if it's, I, I'm pretty sure I made clear that like, yeah, if it was like this is broken as shit, mm. don't do it. Your side was more on how it affects our play group, and if yes. we feel it's broken, we can yeah. ban it or unban it. This is actually not a continuation of this <laughs> conversation. It's just that like, uh, Matt, mm. uh, he was because he's played a little bit of Magic, kind of wants to get because okay. he sees us playing Magic, he kind of wants to dive back into it, it. It's very easy to. It's very easy to get that trap. It's a social in. game. It's a very social game. Um, and he was, like, trying to put in this debt together that Andrew and I are trying to help him, uh, as we do. And he just wanted to put in this one card, which is Bandit Commander. Oh, no. And, and, and I was like, if it was, like, in my case, I see, like, because we played a couple games, and I kind of see, and I'm just like, please do not do that. I haven't talked mm-hmm. to him directly. It's yeah. called World Fire. Okay. Are you familiar? I'm not. What does it do? It's essentially, it's a red card. And essentially, it resets the game. Okay. But everyone starts at one life. What? And I'm just like, what? No. Because it destroys all lands. Everyone discards. Destroys our creatures. And cha- it's. I think it destroys everything. <laughs> um, my father tried to call me and immediately hanged up. Ooh. We'll see how that happens. Maybe a butt dial. Um, maybe. But I'll just text him. But I was like, hell. Uh, Andrew's talking about it. I was like, I looked it up. I was like, yeah, that's banned. Because mm. that's just dumb. And I think it's like mana yeah. cost. Oh, yeah, I bet it's like 10 or something. No. No, it's low? I think it's low. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, I may have switched my position because I love this. This is the best thing I've ever heard of. Are there any kind of crazy combos where you could play that and then win the game immediately? Let me look up World Fire. Let's read it. Are there cards that, like, when they leave the battlefield, deal damage? Would that work? When it leaves the... So, like, you get a creature that when it dies, deals one damage to all opponents? No, excuse me. It costs... Uh, I'm dumb. It costs... Ten. Okay, that sounds. I just exile all permits. Mm-hmm. Um, exile all cards from hands and graveyards. Okay. Each player's life total becomes one. I don't think you because it's on the stack. Anything you do, right, kind of becomes null unless there's something. Is there like a creature that when it dies deals one damage to a player, or not dies but when it leaves the battlefield? It doesn't matter. Right? Does it? Because it does it happen out of out of order for that to work? I think, because it's going to exile all permanents. So that's, that's the question, I guess. Does it go from top to bottom of yes, the card? Yes, I think so. Okay. I, wanna, I want this to work. Because also, also, if it... Um, like, if you destroy all creatures, and you have an effect that's like, when creatures leave your battlefield, mm-hmm. it's like a creature itself. Does it not count? It doesn't count, because they all leave the battlefield at the same time. Mm-hmm. Even though you're picking them up. I think they considered to leave the battlefield at the same time, so those triggers don't happen. Unless they have a trigger when it dies. Mm. I think so. What if, is there an emblem that deals damage? 
Chandra emblem probably is what is I, want, I want an emblem from a planeswalker that says at the start of your opponent's turn deal one damage I think and then you combo this with world fire and it to win I don't know if that the, most of hers are probably related to make given creatures haste and stuff or like tapping creatures to deal damage I would be surprised that also seems like a very weak emblem because they're usually like there is an emblem I think from the new origins at the beginning of your upkeep this emblem does three damage to you which I think you give that to an opponent it's from the flip shoulder, which I realized going through my cards, I actually have. Yeah. Um, trying to deal six damage. Each player dealt damage this way gets an emblem. Okay. Hurt, ultimate, negative seven. Chandra, roaring flame, deal six damage to each opponent. Each player dealt damage this way gets an emblem with at the beginning of your upkeep <laughs> this deals so you can do that I want this pass a turn and then they just die <laughs> I want this so bad <laughs> this would be the most amazing combo because there's nothing they could do because right. they're all they've lost all their cards all lands they graveyard any graveyard mm. they, they're literally zero their hand everything they're just some it's like at the end of like some weird fantasy thing and they killed the bad guy wizard, and he's just like a dying, like a old, shrunken, man, old, shrunken old man. It's just like, and then you shoot him with a gun. It's what happens. <laughs> oh man, uh, Jesse, what else are we talking about today? We got a. Kind that of, was just a little conversation we just had. We have a hodgepodge of topics. We have a hodgepodge. We're gonna do Gwent, but I just totally forgot to play Gwent. Mm. Jesse did though, so we'll, we'll just get some. A little bit. We'll talk a little bit about it. Jesse also has. So I feel like a Jesse very centered episode mm. uh, has right on our table very it's his table it's not ours uh, has some this is new our swag big scoop table um, he has terminal directive which we'll play in the future we don't I guess maybe if he comments on it, if he's looked through it already it seems like he's opened it I have um, we also we did play Star Wars Destiny a couple mm. times and I, I I enjoyed it I did too uh, especially since I destroyed yeah. you that last game um, is anything else. An envelope? What's in the envelope? Let me see. Oh my god, I forgot you had that. <laughs> I have a delightful picture of a dog that I drew. Yeah, not bad. I mean, better than I do. Let's see what's in this. A bill. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I did the Johnny Carson. Mm, I thought you were going to... Yeah. So I'm this is... Bought. Okay. Everyone's favorite made deck building game. <laughs> Why did you buy this? I needed... Sorry, does I, Sydney know that you bought this? She does not. I might <laughs> reveal it though. <laughs> It didn't come up. <laughs> so I was buying games from Cool Stuff Inc. So what happened? I, I was watching more Star Wars Destiny content. The Team Covenant, yeah. a store in Tulsa, Oklahoma, has started a podcast. And I was watching, listening to that. Okay. They talk about Destiny a lot. Fair enough. And it was making me want to play Destiny. And last time I wanted to get it for the podcast, it was sold out. And that okay. was, it was impossible to purchase booster packs. Yeah, I remember when we talked decks. about it yeah. a while ago. So, But now they were not. And their MSRP was like 12 bucks for the starter deck. So I bought both of them. Ray awesome. and Kylo. I was like, yeah, heck yeah. And then Terminal Directive had also been out of stock last time I looked on Cool Stuff. Hell it yeah. was in stock at MSRP, so I bought it. Or maybe Hell a little yeah. below. Com- off combo. Awesome. At this point, I was not at $100, which is what you need to get free shipping from Cool Stuff Inc. Man, so just buy some deck sleeves or something. I man. went and I bought a pack of Ultra Pro Eclipse Blue Sleeves. Did they have some? What was this? They did. This was maybe two weeks ago. I've been trying. So, in the world of sleeves now, there's a new KMC. Has been knocked down. I feel like Dragon Shield's always been at. I don't know. I feel like some Dragon Shield leaves. I don't like the classic iffy. Dragon Shield because they're not matte on the back. They're slippery. That's and true. That just, I don't it's like, like that. touching a fish. It's horrible. Um, I feel like Dragon Shield's always been in this weird 
I think they're better than K. I mean, I think they're better than old KMC. They were my favorite of the two. What Dragon Shield? Yeah. Oh, but no. it's a preference thing. It's a preference thing. I, I think was... Dragon Shields are tougher. Fair enough, but I feel like KMC was just a my mm, home dog. They're still you. the best in perfect sleeves, mm. in perfect fits. I like the KMC and per- I like the Dragon Shield in perfect fits too. They are harder to get in, but once yes. they're in, they're in. Like this fucker's in. But what if you need to take it out? I need to take it out. And that's the thing as well, because they're they're tighter, so like putting it in is harder. But once it's in for a while, it like expands a little bit, so you can take it in and out okay. pretty easy. It's kind of broken in. Compare that. I got the wrong so side. So this is Dragon Shield. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's a double. Yeah, sleeve. but the new sort of quote unquote king mm-hmm. of sleeves now is oddly enough Ultra Pro Eclipse. E- Eclipse, which are these matte sort of very high clarity. I uh, actually got film. Let me one f- of all three here for oh you. Oh my god! To feel the only one the. Uh, Ultra Pro is not double sleeved. Let me go grab my KMC interface. Let's do that. Let's do this live. Have a little, have a little test. Yeah, I know. Well, the feel of what I like about the KMC, I see why someone would like the Dragon Shield. I, I think mm-hmm. is it because the it's more matte, more it's, rough. It's rougher on the back. I like. I think the shuffle. <laughs> it is rougher on the back. Yeah. No, but I I do like the sort of. I feel like I'm. You know how fidget I get when mm-hmm. I flip through. The KMCs feel more like leather to me. I kind of like is, that. It's not a bad feel. I like that a lot. But the I back. prefer the rougher. It's stand. still math. Math. Yeah, it is math. They don't slip and slide. Yes. Like the horrible ones. The Ultra Eclipse, I think, feels way smoother. Yeah, like the front. Yeah, they're less matte. Of the three, There's they're the something... least matte. The front feels Here, let me go ahead weird. The front feels like plasticky more so. I don't like. I might go Dragon Shield mats. I like the Dragon Shield mats a lot. I might go. That's not the next route because the problem is KMC. It's kind of weird. You have a magic card. No, here, here we go. Here we go. What am I doing? Just take this out. Yeah. Um. You throw out another one for comparison. Um. I think the benefit. The Ultra Pro has the the back is different colored from the front of the sleeve. Yeah. So like I like this because it frames your card interestingly. There's the framing's probably better. It's like, yeah um, because it's just black. Yeah. And of course the now Magic cards have a black bordered mm-hmm. card. It kind of blends in. Even though I always enjoy a white. Border I do group. like the white. A lot of people hate the white borders. I, I kind of like, like them. It's a totally. It makes them pop. Thing. It's a weird preference. If like if the card art is actually kind of a light mm-hmm. hue. White just makes it pop. What was that noise? That, that was my uh, Windows Defender jump. Okay. I, honestly... So, like, the KMCs, I have some red ones, and, like, the area behind the card is it's red. It's also red. I, yeah. On the Ultra Pro, the area behind the card is black, and I really like that. As a I like that. Preferential there thing. is some weird, like, it's supposed to be very clear, but there's still some filmness to the Ultra Pro Eclipse mm. that I'm seeing. I think and that's I unavoidable with double sleeving. I think so, but I don't... This is double sleeve, and I don't really get that. Mm-hmm. Might be the color. It's kind of hard. Now, I will say, I'm liking these Dragon Shield. They're my favorite. My I think, dude. I don't know about up to three. I haven't played them. How the, how's the price compared to all They're all, all uh, about the same. And what's, I think, also great, Dragon Shield comes in a pack of yeah, 100. The Dragon Shields, I think, are the cheapest. The three of them cost about the same for a pack, but the Dragon Shield comes in packs of 100. And that's... More cost effective. Someone yeah. just had a rack outside. <laughs> the price per sleeve is lower on the Dragon Shield. The yes. others are like they're all about ten bucks for a pack, but the KMC and the Ultra Pro are a pack of eighty, whereas the Dragon Shield is a pack is of one hundred. Garbage. And um, they will all usually have an extra sleeve or two in there in case one is broken, and that's true what, for the, all three of them. Oh really? I yeah. didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Good on them. 
Let me see, like KMC. Like, I don't know if this is an older KMC. Like I love KMC because it was just like the milligram, the matte clarity. If they just had that black background, KMC will be mm, well, amazing. But the new KMC split, right? Yes. Yeah, so I I thought because I had this old gonna, pack. Go ahead. These three. Yeah, I had an old pack mm-hmm. of KMCs, which I thought was part of the old batch, the still good batch. Apparently they're not because my commander deck, me shuffling it. I've already had like three splits. Yeah. And like it's not getting and like a lot of like that weird discolored chipping on the sides when I'm mm. trying to mash shuffle a little bit. Yeah, see. It's, yeah. I think mine I don't know if mine's older or not, or if I'm just very gentle with them and like I don't shuffle very hard at all. And I'm, I'm not a, I, I'm not the most gentle shuffler. Yeah, so that might accelerate. Mine might start breaking as well as I yeah. keep shuffling. I don't think mine are that old. My KMCs that I'm holding right now. Um Dragon Shield. Is it what's is it do they have they I know they have a line of just matte. Yeah, Dragon Shield Hyper Matte, I think. Or just Dragon Shield Matte. Make sure it says matte on the box. Yeah. Or they'll come glossy. But that's, I... That's some hot garbage. I like... Let me feel that. Is this the Dragon Shield? No. No, that's the Dragon Shield. Because I hold these. I'm, I'm noticing as well, my Dragon Shield is holding a Netrunner card, whereas the other two are holding Magic Cards. Yeah. And the Magic Cards are just thicker. So these sleeves feel, like, more weighty. Yeah. Whereas the Netrunner card is just a little bit thinner. I, mean, I think I might become a Dragon Shield man. I join the gun. Join because the like I would, I would like to try a thing of Eclipse, but it's like mm. I don't know. I just when I, every time I've seen, in different cards like the direct, the uh, Eclipse, I don't know. I don't like the film they use. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't really see a difference. I, I think I do, and it's bothering me. I gotta mm. look at this again. This way we, we can. We'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll test it yeah. some of the time. But that was. So the whole point of this. Story. I thought you were high fiving me. I just want to go for it. <laughs> do it, John. Yeah. So, I needed to get to $100 in my cart, so I added on some sleeves, some yes. Ultra Pro Eclipse. Oh, this story. Okay, we're still They're going. sold out all the time. So what? They were Ultra Pro Eclipse. Yes, and so, so you saw that and you just, like, grabbed them. them. They were all their colors were out except for blue, which had, like, two packs in stock, so I grabbed yeah. one. Well, I tried to find some the other day, and there was white, which I'm fine with white as sleeves, especially mm-hmm. if they had that, bl- that black backing. Fine. Yeah, which they all do. Um, But... I feel like I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. That's right. I'm just organizing. There's I'm, no rush. I, there's, I'm just organizing, and I have a bunch mm-hmm. of old KMCs, which I'm just using to put in some a binder, which is kind of where that outline is kind of because they're all match match. Uh, I don't really care because just mm-hmm. I'm just containing my cards and just the preference of just like having a bunch of cards looks nice. Yeah. Gosh, if that has a weird red border and like this has a green border, doesn't care. Doesn't matter to me. Another interesting note as I look at these cards. I can cards, find some pink. It's pretty much what I was going to end there. Really? Oh, that was the only kind Bright you could get? Bright pink. And I'm like, now, I'm... Now, intimidate your foes, though. If there was, like, a dark, pale pink, I would probably get that. Yeah. Someone's red. That'd be I, cool. I don't want bright pink. No. Or I hate neon colors yeah. at all. See, yeah. I like the bright colors. I like this blue a lot. I like that blue. Mm. I'm glad you but bought, like, a bright blue. That was the other thing about uh, the Eclipse. Eventually, we will get to the end of this story. I know, I know. I've read about the Eclipses that they, for their original line, they went with all bright colors so they could show off that it doesn't bleed through the back. Yeah. That, like, they're fully opaque. Yeah. And interesting note about that, I can still see the word Star Wars on the back of this card. Yeah, I don't know why that happens. So we, I've sleeved my Star Wars Destiny uh, starter decks in the Eclipses just because I had them and didn't have anything else to really sleeve. So I put my 40 cards of the two starter decks in there. Now, was it double-sleeved? No. And but as we did that, I was talking to John about how you they're supposed to be totally opaque. And then and I noticed, hey, you can not see through the did back. You noticed at all. before? I no, okay. I didn't. But John mentioned as he was looking at him, like I can see the word Star Wars on the back of this card. So I went to look and, and you can. 
but it's not like you can't see the color of it. You can just see the it's shape. Like you can see the like the pressing of. So I think that these Star Wars cards, this, the word Star Wars on the back is slightly embossed. Is my guess. I'm gonna feel it. You can't feel it really, not by, not to my hands. But I would guess that like on a micro level, that it's pushing out like a millimeter more or something. Because it's still Hell, on, it's still on the sleeve. It's like an imperceptible difference, but it's enough when they're like pressed together like that that it pushes into it. How are they printing the car that happens? I mean, it's probably like a layer of ink or something, maybe even. I, I guess know. they do this, the background, and then they put the name on top of it. That's what I'm guessing. I don't actually know. I need to Google this and see if other people have had this issue with Weird. the Star Wars cards. But yeah, anyway. you, you see it's still back on, still on there? Yeah, no, yeah, I see it. It's bizarre. So I, we're wondering I if that would happen with everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> so like this magic card, I want to leave some magic cards in it and yeah, see if like I can... Yeah, that does. Yeah, same deal. Uh, not double-sleeved. Yeah, I think the double-sleeving would prevent it yeah. entirely because it's going to, hopefully... Okay, so the story. I added these sleeves to my card. Now, was, what was the price now? Uh, they were like eight bucks okay. for the pack of 80 I think. Eight yeah, how close were you to that hundred? Um, not that close. So you're just like, what do I do? And so I went to my wish list on cool stuff, which I have not maintained all that well. It has a bunch of Netrunner stuff that I already own or don't want. Yeah. But I was looking through, and there was some like $60 games, $70 games, which I didn't need at this point, because Terminal Directive was like 35 and then the two Star Wars were like 14 each, 13 each, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the sleeves were about 10 So I needed like something in the $30 range, and I stumbled upon a deck-building game. Perfect for the podcast, I would say. Why does that... What does that mean? It's a deck-building game in the vein of Dominion, which uh, if you've not played... Man, stop trying to win me over! (laughs) If you've not played, it's it's a game, not quite a strategy card game as we define them. We've talked about Dominion. Yeah, we have. And I love Dominion. It's a very fun game. Like, this game type genre is super fun. One of my favorite. So this is a deck-building game in that same vein. You build your deck as the game goes on, and whoever builds the better deck usually will win. You gain victory points, they go on your deck, and at the end of the game, you see who has the better deck. What if I love this more? This game, I've heard that it's really good. It has a special theme, let's say. It's lolly maids. It's not lollies. They look young. They all look young. I mean, they look young, but not like children. The the game is Tanto Quaro. Quare. I don't know how to pronounce it. Tanto C-U-O-R-E. This is not a little girl. Well, that is, but it's not sexualized. I, do, I don't... <laughs> this is making me uncomfortable. But yes, it's a deck builder where instead of like uh, duchies and stuff like you buy in Dominion, you buy maids to take care of your house. And as far as I know, there's nothing overtly sexual. It has that same problem with... Uh, Force of Will? Force... Where it's just like... These are like... This is nicely drawn, this card. Yeah. Alright, fine. Like, in terms of, like, style and whatnot, it's not, uh, we just, I, like, even though it's the subject let me, matter. Let me look at it up close. Yeah, like, I'm being serious. Like, yeah. this is not a joke. Yeah, this is not a garish card. Yeah. Claire St. Just. Okay, now let's go. She's a white maid. What's this? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> this, like, cheapo, low-budget anime maid mm-hmm. with, like, blades. That has some, yeah, let me look at that one up close. You don't need to. You don't want to. Saffron Virginie. Ugh. She's a chambermaid. I don't know why she has knives. That's a little weird. Anyway. So, we're going to play this at some point. We're going to review it for the podcast. 
I think, if nothing else, it's a pretty good oddity. It's not a thing I would bring out for general audiences. If I'm having people over, this, You're is, high this, is, this is going deep in the closet when people come over because it's not something you can really explain. It's not something you can... Uh, you know what's going to happen? We're going to have another like, just little get-together. Mm-hmm. We're going to tell Cody about this game. Oh, yeah. And then Cody's going to bring it up even though you don't want to bring it up. And he'll be like, what are you talking about? And then, like, <laughs> it's know. out of the bag. Yeah. Well, see, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hide it, Mike. I feel like you want to try to hide I will try to hide it. I will show it to Sydney for sure. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I don't want... I wouldn't show it to my bosses at work. <laughs> Look at this man game. <laughs> we'll play it over lunch. Um, Yeah. But I've heard it's actually a good game. And Fair it's enough. Fun. We'll, we're going to try it. Be the greatest master. <laughs> yeah, so the... The theme is that you own a house and you have to get these maids to take care of your house. I mean, they should just, if not, just fire them. That's their job. I mean, I think you can. And, like, they'll get sick if you work them too hard. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, um, a lot of product buying. A lot so of yeah. things we're going to test out in the future. Also, I'll be buying stuff. Mm. More importantly, uh, they've done before in Magic the uh, Arch Enemy, which came out a while ago, uh, forever ago. Which we never played. Not sure another weird format. He's just doing this on the podcast live. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What are you doing? I'm taking my tokens out of this thing because I wanted to put this card in. Okay. Well, I mean, that could have waited. Yes. But um, our champion is one of those for- formats like playing chase. Sort of weird offshoot where one person plays a very powerful deck. Or I, I, it might be against the deck. I'm not that familiar with Arch Enemy. I, yeah, I feel like it's one versus many from the description. One versus many. It's at least that. Um, and they have a new one coming out, sort of in theme, in theme with... Uh, the new sets. The new sets, because Nico Bolos is coming back, baby. Hot damn Uncle Sam. Um, bring, him, bring him back. Make that nickel a dime. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Dime Bolas. What's up? <laughs> dime bag Bolas. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... But it's like four 60-card decks with all... They say no new cards. Mm-hmm. And so, but the Planeswalker cards might have uh, new art, I new art, which yeah. will be nice. Um, and I'm probably which... going to pre-order it soon yeah. and get it like ten dollars under MSRP, which is always nice. Mm. And then it might not be until like end of June. We'll play this. It's beginning of the June now. Yeah, so that's just a few few episodes away. A few episodes away. I'm excited um, to try this. I, I love I love one versus many games. Me too. They're fun because you kind of it's. Because it's like, you know, we're playing Commander, and I like, I like that multiplayer mm. political stuff. But it's always nice and re- the racks re- relaxing. We're just like, hey, Cody, let's do this, and then I'll do this. But you're just helping each other. Yeah. Not scheming like, hey, mm-hmm. Cody, do this. Yeah, you're not trying to make Cody do something against his own interests. Yes. Which you're very good at, John. I, Cody, but Cody did that on his own volition. Cody just trusts last you. <laughs> Too much. I love Cody and Commander because he's a goddamn wild card. He could have killed me. Cody's great. He could have killed me that one game, one hit. He but just chose not to. He just chose not to. Anyway. Um, so we're going to be playing Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy as well. So we have, we have just physical products ready yeah, to go. Hell yeah. What I would like to do also is I would like to go whenever the pre-release is for the new set. I'm gonna go, I want to start going Ooh. to pre-releases. Hell yes. I do, I'm not really keen on going to... Standard events, mm-hmm. but I think we can talk about going to pre-releases are so much fun. They're I've never so even much been fun. to one, and I know that it's going to be. Fun. Uh, it's going to be fun. I like it because, like, hey, it's sort of take is the step back from spending money on uh, packs because you sort of mm-hmm. get your money's worth. Kind of, if you want magic cards in the first place, which I, I don't. do. I do. Yeah, 
For me, and it's just paying 20 bucks for an evening, which is worth it. If it's I think evening. it's worth it. And it's fun. And you might open something really expensive. You might which open... for me, if I open like a Chase Mythic, I'm going to sell that sucker. If I can get 20 bucks back, if, it's awesome. Uh, also, the pre-release cards sort of more th- worth than the actual print. I mm. hate the new pre-release card, though. Okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. They used to be a set card, right? Like at one in the old and original Eldrazi set, you got Ulo, not Ulamog, the Emrakul. big one, Emrakul, Aeon's Torn or whatever. Well, I think they had different cards that came out. Yeah. Because I think I have two. There might be promo. I can't remember. I feel like they used to uh, be because I have two in my commander deck that are. I can check later because I think I have it in my car. Mm-hmm. It's two from the Ravnica Return to Ravnica. And they're both pre-release, but the art's different. Okay. And they're full, full, you know, foil. Was Ravnica before Zendikar? Which one? Ravnica. Was it before the original? The, the original, yes. No, this is Return to Ravnica. Was which that after? after? Okay. So I don't, I don't know the ordering. So I'm not sure. Um, but what they essentially do now is, regardless, it's, it's a either random set, rare, right? It's sort of a random rare, like because you get your pre-release box that could mm. be. Those have upped in quality. They've in the last quality. year or two. So it's either, you know, you choose a different faction when I did the cons. I think that's gone as well. I think though. that's gone. You get one. I don't know. It's been a while since I've done a pre-release. Mm-hmm. But uh, but now it's just like a foil. It just has the date. Yeah. Embedded in the card art. Which I think that used to be like that, but it was... They, they, the old ones do too, but the yeah. art's different. Yeah. And like the Return of Ravnica, like in the text box, it kind of is like an also foil of the... The, the set symbol or the, something? Not the set symbol, but the... Because it's Ravnica, the guild symbol oh. of that card. I'll sh- I think you've seen it. It's like yeah. that one that Fathomate, where he gets a counter, a draw card. Okay. My draw buddy. Like, it just... Mm. Uh, that's a beautiful art. And the art's different from the regular Fathomate. Okay. It just looks See, that's vastly cool. different. And it's foil, and it's a beautiful card, and the symbol, why not? Yeah. Whereas now it's the same art of just same a random art. rare. I don't think they do the set symbol stuff. They might. Yeah. Even then, like they've, they've the stepped art. down. They stepped down because like Emrakul was a playable card, and it was a mythic, and it was like really hard to get. But I think that actually like tanked the value of it for a long time because it was the every single person who did a pre-release got one. Yes, I think, and then they changed it to a random rare, where like if you get a planeswalker, like that's worth some bucks. Yes, or you get some shit fifty cent rare, and it's worth nothing. And that's and even then, if it was like a decent rare. It just looks like the same as a rare rare. Yeah. Just kind of foil with a... I bet it's worth a lot of money, though, if it was playable. If it was playable, probably. Interesting point. The most expensive card from uh, Aether Revolt? Take a guess. Do you know which one it is? It was from, um, like, the pre-release? I'm just in think. general. From all cards. Not pre-release specific. I feel like one that came out that was... There's. I think it's, it's either going to be Panharmonicon... People got excited for that one. Mm, that's a big commander card. It's a big commander card, and I'm probably. I've heard of that one. One of the researching commander. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably gonna get one. Yeah. Just because I have a deck that could use be it. Perfect. Yeah. Um, there's also another artifact that I cannot think of. Mm. I can picture the art, and I know that it. <clears throat> uh, I can't remember. The most expensive card. What rarity would you guess it is? I bet it's an uncommon. It is. It's called Fatal Push. Oh, they're going to have a promo version of that soon, Ooh. too. Okay, that's going to be worth some money. It's Fatal Push. I think it's one black, and it's Destroy Target Creature with CMC 2 or less. That's really good early game. Yeah. Just like, like I don't like think you it's... go play Swamp, you do something, like you put a Mana Dork or something, bam. Because yeah. what if you kept that hand because you had that Mana Dork and two lands, and like 
your converted man cost is three or something like that. That's your sort of good curve. Mm. I just fuck up your sort yeah. of hand. And I, I fuck up your hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that card, I believe, is Legacy played right now because of Fatal Push. Everybody's favorite Tarmogoyf. Yep. Which it, <sighs> it's nine bucks right now, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. One cost instant destroy target creature if it has converted man cost two or less, or and has revolt destroy the creature has converted cost four or less. Instead, if a permit you control left the battlefield this turn. Okay. So it just has a can, better mode. You can upgrade it later if you want to play it later game. Just the value of it. So I've, one. I've heard God, that it's played damn. in standard, modern, and legacy right now. Look at the which has led this uncommon to being more expensive than all the mythics. And then they have a fatal push promo I think coming out. Yeah. So that's gonna be crazy. Um. Now, if you want to invest, buy your fatal pushes now. now. Um, no, we're not a finance. No, people. that's terrible. Don't do that. I like all the expertise that do effect, and you can pay a card of a certain converted man cost for free. Mm-hmm. That's it. Eight Revolt was a good set, I would say overall. Yeah. I, I liked it. I didn't look much into the cards and stuff, but I mm-hmm. looking at it, like what they brought out, I kind of like what they have. Yeah. This morning I watched an hour long unboxing of Aether Revolt and Kaladesh. Yeah. And they ended up the guy was looking at the prices as he went. Yeah. And I must have been Australian prices because they had uh, Fatal Push at twenty dollars. Australia is just their money's ridiculous. garbage. <laughs> it's garbage money. <laughs> it's just trash. But that I think the inventions masterpieces are doing their job of making everything else cheaper. Yeah. Which like sucks if you're opening packs yourself, but yeah. it's good for everybody else. I have a original copy of Feast of Famine that yeah. I don't think has really moved. Sort of Feast and Famine. Sort of Feast of okay. Famine. Okay. So that's a command. I card. pulled that from a random industry really? pack I found. Really? Yes, dude. Ooh. I didn't buy it. I spent. Three dollars, and I made. <laughs> you didn't make anything until you sell the card. I know. We've talked about that, but it's not that bad. Which mm-hmm. one is it? It's just the original printing. Because I find a lot of it's not. I mean, it's not the most expensive thing to get. Yeah. Because there's like a lot of reprinting mm-hmm. that I can buy a reprint from Modern Magic Event Deck for about twenty bucks. Okay, that ain't that ain't cheap, especially if you wanted it for like modern or something where you needed four. I'm going to do a Google... Was it Mirrodin Prestige? Which one is it? Mirrodin sounds right. It's like the artifact stuff, right? Yeah. It's like 30 bucks. 35 bucks. Mm. But, um... But, yeah. I have another, like, tiny topic where I'm considering a purchase of uh, an Eternal Master's box. Yeah. Roll the dice and see. But I I don't think it's... hundred bucks, my dude. I think people are now catching on that, oh, there's a lot of good value in this. Fucking Rudy. Ruined the game. Ruined the game. See that? I don't know. That's not. I don't know. If this is even worth talking about. But I was considering it because I think the at at one point in time anyway, the expected value is higher than the cost of the box. Yeah. That may not be the truth anymore. There's a lot of great stuff. It's better yeah. than Modern Masters Two. Yeah. And I think it was cheaper at the time, but yes. that may have changed. Rudy put a had a video about this, and I was like, I might buy one of those. But I, I may listen to Rudy. I actually really like his YouTube channel. <laughs> I haven't followed him since we did our episode. Oh, man. And, like, I enjoy it. Have you seen his uh, Revenge of Card Shop Life series? No. He's opening a card shop in Florida. Okay. And he's putting out these vlogs. As great, he, like, great state. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's putting out these vlogs as he, like, rents the building. And, like, all the, like, tac- not tactical, but the kind of day-to-day stuff you have to decide, like, ordering shelving and putting yeah. up the shelving. and so That'd I'm, be kind of interesting. I'm invested in those videos as his shop, like, is built. Because I'm always keen on, like, owning a small business. It would be... I think a card shop would be the funnest kind of small business to own. I don't think it would make much money. I think they're, no. like, a horrible money pit for people who love I that I think shit. it's all about location. That's and true. like... 
and just advertising. Like, yeah. You got a city. Like, if you had no players, you're fucked. And a lot of it, it almost feels like it comes down to. I don't want to say charity, but it comes down to like local gamers who are willing to spend money yeah. when you could get it cheaper elsewhere. Yeah. Which almost feels well, like charity, where they're like. I mean, I've done that. Yeah. Mark, but like, I mean, Mark, he. It's a nice. It's a good place store. Yeah. yeah so. Like it's a good store, and you can go and play games. And he has green tea, and when I'm there, you get a green we'll tea. Do, if we go to Prelease, I'm getting. Yeah. Three green teas. Yeah. And I'll have to pee eight times. Three? Oh my god. Because it goes right through me. Yeah. I love green tea, dude. That's like everybody says you can't play games at Amazon. You can't sit down and play against somebody. That's true. That's true. I'm, we're going to release. We're doing it. I'm in. We're doing 100% it. 100% in. Um, what else? Oh, so Gwent. Gwent. Our main Dude. topic. No. And we'll maybe talk about Gwent next time. Is there something else we need to talk about? Um, There was like a whole bunch of stuff. Let's think about this. We talk about, oh, we could talk about Star Wars Destiny. We'll talk about Gwent, because I feel okay. like there's more... It should yeah. be you talking. I just want to hear your voice. I don't know. My smooth, dulcet tones. What? I have. I may have literally the worst radio voice I've ever heard. I like when I listen back to the podcast. <laughs> my voice. I think is, you're just hearing your own voice. Yeah, part no of it's that. No one does that. But I don't. I don't even mean like this way I sound, but just like how good I am at projecting. Like yeah. when I compare our voices, it's like yours comes through like booming and clear, and mine's like. I'm just a loud now. dude. I can't help it. Yeah, I totally. It's not your fault at all. I think it's. It's my genetics. They Ooh. fucked me now. So, Gwent. Oh, wait, is, wait, wait. Mm. Spoilers. Oh, did something new come out? No, but we just didn't talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I'm pulling up my tabs. So we talked about Arch Enemy. Okay. Commander 2017. There's a new pre-condex coming out. Yes. That so are, they're going to be tribal. Mm-hmm. So everyone's going to have its own tribe. And one of them has so been So tribe spoiled. as in, like, creature type. Yeah. And, and cards... Uh, they'll all be synergized around that creature type. Yes. So the one that we know it's going to be one of the four pre-cons... For certain, because all the spoilers that have released, there's one, two, there's five cards that have been released, and they've all they're all dragon related. So mm-hmm. it's safe to assume dragons is one of the types. Dragons one of the types. And man, that's disappointing. I dragons is okay. I don't like. Them. I prefer dragons over. I hope they don't do angels. I prefer cons. Honestly, <laughs> what if they did a cons tribal? That's is that set a thing? story. I like what they did. Story-wise. I think that's really cool. That's really cool. It's all the cards in them, not so. Well, there's a lot yeah. of stuff I kind of like in cons. Siege Rhino was he in that set? Yes, best card ever. Um, but continue. So what do we so, know about yeah. the dragons? So the dragons we have. So we don't know the other three yet. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm hoping for three color goblins. Yeah, we have some guesses. We have some guesses, but okay. So I'm gonna go over. There's a one creature I'm not gonna cover. Because always in these pre-cons, they put in the main commander that's on the front of the box. Mm-hmm. And they also have sort of, just to add it to get some more value into the product himself and for the player, they sort of he have a variety. Pl- variety of a replacement. Like in the last 2016, they had the partner commanders mm-hmm. you can switch out. Which I tried the one time we played and actually really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. Because it changes up your game yeah. plan. So what, in terms of being spoiled, what I believe, which seems to be the main commander. So where did these come from? These spoiler I don't images. know. They always come out. There's like, some people on the inside. Do we know for a fact that they're real? Because there have been some fakes in the past. There's been fake in the past, but I think for like... Who's, well, who's verifying this I information? I don't know. I think people just know. Like the same people know they can spot yeah. a fake card and I mean, whatnot. They do come out, but these are like grainy images too. So they it's are grainy images. So I don't know if someone's like in the inside. If someone, I think yeah. they're going to be... Some guy in a manufacturing plant has his cell phone out and is like snipping these photos. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm leery until I see something official. I... I I'm usually trusting with spoilers. Mm-hmm. Not always. By the time there's they... one there's one that I was like usually uh, not to uh, 
throw down people of other none speaking but like there was a we were talking about our devastation that was like a spoiler that was just completely totally fake. fake yeah because um, it had misspellings in it but yeah. all these cards look legit like they're not far-fetched or because mm. that one had a weird ability yeah and part of that one the one that was obviously fake it was in French or something it was like a romantic language and yeah. there's misspellings in and that I think part of that is just because people will look at it less closely if it's in yeah. a non-English language yeah so that they so when people are making the fakes they'll do that so that you someone will put up a translation and they just didn't spend as much time I guess on faking it who does that what, what? do they what do they get out of making a fake I spoiler? don't know what maybe is? they have a website and they get clicks. I feel like it's just like the troll mentality of I'm gonna make people excited and then they won't it won't be real and I so don't that, know anyway so okay what I believe to be the main commander is the mm-hmm. Ur Dragon which has a converted mana cost of 9 Woo. it's 4 generic and one of each color. All, all five colors. All five colors. Uh, so it's going to be a five color. Commander deck. deck. So the reason anything. why I think this is the main commander, I think Jesse kind of agrees with me, mm-hmm. it has sort of a new ability. That's what. That's the thing. Um, it's a legendary creature, Dragon Avatar. Um, uh, how do you pronounce that again? Pronounce what? Um, the ability. Eminence? Eminence. That's, there it is. Uh as long as Ur-Dragon's in the command zone or on the battlefield, other dragon spells you cast cost one less, one mm-hmm. generic to cast, which is very believable. Yeah. And also, sort of like, this is not a very commander you can put in early game, mm-hmm. or like turn four or five. At least most, it's doing something It's doing something, you. which they sort of done with that one Esper commander when it was in the uh, command gains zone. And gains you life. Yeah. Um, of course, flying. 10-10. Hot dog. Mm. And then whenever one or more dragons you control attack, draw that many cards... Then you may put a permanent card from your hand onto the battlefield. So that's a very dragony ability. Very dragony ability, um, but of course, preferred mana cost. I believe it. Yeah. Um, then there's another one, which is sort of a uh, O got Kakachi Vengeful Kami, which is probably from the the Weeaboo Dragon. The Weeaboo Dragon, which is probably the plane of. Kamigawa? Yes. Um, which I believe to be one of those side commanders they have. Yeah, one of the alternates. Because Is it, it has, also five colors? It's five colors. Okay. And that's just a clear sign. Because they, mm-hmm. they're not doing partner in this one. Yeah. But he cost uh, six. Just mm-hmm. one generic and then the five colors. Six, six, Dragon Spirit, Legendary Creature, Flying Trample, and when it deals combat damage to a player, if that player attacked you during his or last turn... Excel target nine permanent that player controls. Okay. Vengeful Spirit. Because they attacked you. Uh, is that another card that does that? No, I'm talking about Vengeful Kami. Oh, okay. If that, that player sense. attacked you during his last turn, you can exile mm-hmm. something they do. Okay. And I feel that that's smart enough that they're actually doing it. Yeah. I don't know. I totally, I think they're believable. I'm still just leery. There's like a cat dragon, which it just has a, it's not even all colors, but I think it's just a new legendary creature they're putting into because yeah. I always put some new legendary creatures that could also become another deck yeah another deck. Um, but how do you get out the Ur Dragon out there is a car they do is a they do Ramos Dragon Engine legendary artifact creature which could also be the commander oh, is it five colors it's six generic but in its text uh, box is all the colors which okay. you could put in there it's flying whenever you cast a spell put a counter on uh, Ramos Dragon Engine for each of the spell's colors, and you remove five counters from it to add two white, two blue, two black, two red, two green to your mana pool. 
activate this ability only once each turn. Mm. So it has a restriction. But you can use that and cast Ur Dragon. Okay. So that, I like, that's the most interesting card of them. I really like this card a lot. So you can do that during your opponent's turns. Yes. And cast instance off of it. Yes. Or just whatever, do, yeah, flash and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So So it's very, I like this card a lot. That's interesting. I also like this other card, which is not, it's just another side card, legendary creature, new creature. It's uh, Tangum, Ojitai Master. Oh, Tangum. Tangum. Which he's been previewed in other cards. I don't think Mm -hmm. he has his own card. He does now. It's two generic and a white and a blue. It's a 3-4 human monk. Instant sorcery and dragon spells you control. Can't be countered by spells or abilities. That's very useful for the big dragon deck. Very big dragon deck. Uh, Also just nice as his own commander deck. Instant sorceries. And then some of the Ojutai dragons. Like Mm. uh, Ojutai himself. Okay. Herself, like that one dragon. Zerself. Um, Don't assume. Whenever you cast an... She, he also has another ability. Whenever you cast an answer source spell from your hand, if he's attacked this turn, that spell gains rebound, which you exile that card oh, as yeah. it resolves, and you can cast it at the beginning of your upkeep. Yeah. Very beefy. I really like that. It's a 3-4. Mm. I really like him. That's something yeah. I feel like in the future I could build a deck around. Yeah. Like a control deck. But that's the spoilers for that. Um, I hope... What do you hope for? Okay. In terms of... This is actually a really hard question. I know, because you don't know as much as... Yeah, I'm not as familiar with all the magic stuff. I want goblins. I feel like goblins are a shoe in I, I... And I hope so, brother, because I love goblins. Because you and I have talked this before about, say this for the show, um, that goblins don't really... They sort of do, but they don't really have a big tribal commander. They got Krenko. They got Krenko, but that's only red. Yeah. And there's some bitchin'-ass... Black goblins. Black goblins. Um, they have a red-black goblin, which is a uh, wart from the Lorin cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she, all she does is just bring goblins back from your graveyard, that recursion, which is nice. Yeah. And people say, just but run... It's not good enough for a commander. It's not good enough for a commander. You want something like... like Krenko is good enough for a commander. Krenko because you just like, oh, all your creatures, double them. Yeah. And then that they get all the so benefits well off goblins. the lords. It's great. But it's like, man, I just want a splash of black in here. Mm-hmm. Um, what they need to do is print the zombie Krenko. Same ability, but with a black mana cost as well. Do something weird. Something like that. Um, and then also, there's also green goblins, kind of, not as mm. many, and that Loren cycle as well, which the yeah. hybrid mana. They have another wart who just had a weird instant sorcery ability where you can double up those mm. spells, copy them. But I feel like, man, a three-color goblin would be my dream. <laughs> Or just see. give me a good red and black, and I'll be happy. Yeah. But just another color. Mm, I feel mm. like red. it might go red and black. Red and black, but if you had that green, yeah. it would be my I'd, favorite. Yeah. I would start, if I saw like just the commander, I'm building that start, night. Yeah. You um, hit, the, hit tapped out and start building. I'm just building. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know what I want to see? It's hit me as we're talking about. So goblins, they're aggressive. Yes. So you want an aggressive co- commander you can bring out early. So yeah. So what about a goblin commander that costs... Like, one, and they just had the ability in the text, the sort of color or the color. Anyway, what I'm thinking, okay, he, co- he costs like ten Phyrexian mana, <gasps> and you could cast him for like twenty life on turn <laughs> one. <laughs> that would be weird. Or like in the text, it says as an alternate cost to cast it, you could pay twenty life, and he normally costs like three or four or something. We well, have to be really good for that to happen. What if he was like a haste five five? I know this is insanely broken. 
it's pretty broken, but I like your thinking. I want something like that that's like Where that, I just completely aggro. That red, like, well, fuck like, my life. Well, the thing like that's, life. that's red goblins. Black goblins have a weird... Mm. They're also aggro, but they have the weird, like... They're different, kind they're of. They're different. different. And that's why I want, like, just that one poppin' commander. Yeah. I would like to see a one-drop commander as well. But, like, a one one red drop that has, like, a green-black ability or something. That would yeah, be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, but, yeah... That's another part of the issue. They may not do goblins. The they might not do goblins because that, that's already... But it's like... I that's my argument for it. They don't just don't have a commander that does all yeah. the good goblin commanders. Even though well, Prinko is... they got to make one, right? Because the commanders are always new. Right? Yeah. They would so have like, to make one. So they're going to... If they do it, they can print one. They can print one. Of those... Of the whatever colors they want to do. Yes. But I've been listening to the Command Zone more. Yes. I like the podcast. Good podcast. And they talk about Commander... And would you say that aggro slash aggressive decks are not very strong in Commander? Probably not. Red's yeah. also the weakest color in yeah. Commander. They were, I listened to one recently called Breaking Boros where they talked about yeah. the red-white combo. Because it's just... How bad it is. It's really bad. Because it's all aggressive. Even though I do want to make it like a sort of soldier's yeah. red-white, but it's just like... The Commander's form are just like, this is not good. And it's like, with that aggressive type of... And my deck is similar. My Saskia, the unyielding... Yeah, but you have other colors and you can... Yeah, yeah. And the ability she has... Bitchin', I really like it. So, like, as they were talking about Boros, which is... My deck is not Boros, but it kind of has a similar thing, where, yes. like, aggro decks in general, you can kill one person. But then... Multiplayer. You're gonna that's get That's how fucked. Andrew's... That's wrong with Andrew's deck, is that he's the blue control. Mm. He can control... He can, he can control, stop one guy, but, but not... can't do... Yeah. yeah. Similar with this, like, an aggro deck, not necessarily mine, because mine, my commander basically makes it where I can kill two people. Yes. Which is way better. It's great. Or kill one person Even way faster, quicker, yeah. and then do something... Yeah. With the traditional aggro goblins, you can kill one person, but you're never going to win a four-player game. That's why Krenko, you just need to flood the board. Yeah, Krenko is good enough to maybe change yes. that. Maybe. But then they yes. board wipe or something, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's weird. That's what I'm saying. But I want... Okay. They seem like they're still pushing the aggro decks every year. Like, the... Uh, the one aggro, and then some weird, like... Yeah, so I think they may do their aggro deck as goblins, but it might be really bad, is what I'm afraid. If that commander's good enough... You can just build around it I can instead. build around it. But if it's an aggressive commander, like... Can you even build around it, or can you just... I don't know. I don't know how well an aggressive I'm good at building... Like I'll do. do it, dude. Yeah. I don't then, care. The other thing they were if saying... If it lets me play multiple colors of goblins, mm -hmm. at least the two... Yeah. You know... That's what I was thinking. If probably, it lets me know, include, like, Krinko and then Wart... Yeah. That's like, if yeah. I if they have a goblin one, I'm probably going to buy it, because I really like goblins, yeah. and I really like aggressive... That's another reason I somewhat dislike the commander format, because I love aggressive play, yes. aggressive decks, and they're just weaker yeah. due to the multiplayer way it works. I, uh, if it was team based, well, I think I don't. I don't know if I'll buy the product if it's mm -hmm. like because I already own a lot of Goblin cards. If yeah. the commanders were, I'll just buy the single of the commander, yeah, or maybe some that. other cards. I'll just bring the single, and then I'll probably buy. I kind of want to buy the dragon deck yeah. already. Disgusting. Disgusting. So, are you? Do you like the dragons? Are you excited for that? Because I'm. Yeah, because I. I also have a lot of dragon cards. I don't have yeah. a lot of dragons. I have some of the, the cons, the Fate Reforged Dragon yeah. Lords okay. already, so I might do something with that. I don't know. I'm, the dragons did not, the ones they spoiled did not excite me. They, really, the cards that excited me were the that one, that Artifact Dragon, yeah, and that that Ojitai Master. Mm. Everything else is man to me. Yeah, like, and I bet all of them will have the Eminence ability, I would guess. Yes, when it, like, when it's not in the battlefield, they'll have something. Yeah, but... That makes what me if think. What had all goblins have haste? <laughs> that would be too good. <laughs> would be too good. Now I also would like. Just, we could talk about goblins all day. I know. Let's. What else? We were talking about. It has to. That's why we're saying goblins or just these dragons because mm -hmm. 
outside of because one of the allure of like probably these products is there's the possibility of expansion mm-hmm. and with like goblins and dragons there's already dragons there's shit ton of dragons and goblin cards so if they, they do not include in the product you can easily add you or can, yeah. you can do upgrade it upgrade your deck so I think it has to be something with existing synergy that's mm-hmm. why we're talking about like weird cats nah I keep saying cats but they have synergy there's some synergy if it was like insects insects we were talking about like there's like cause I was I'm going sorting through my cards and like I see insects I was like man I haven't seen anything any kind of insect insects tribal. is usually like a weird off common or maybe mm-hmm. like a uncommon yeah. it might be like one good rare uh, that's an insect uh, but yeah there's not really insect synergy yeah but they would have to print like they a have... really good commander mm-hmm. and it ties all the majority of the insect colors that make it worth it yeah, and I don't. Think and I don't think do I don't think there's enough to do that. So I feel like one thing I would like to see would probably be Esper. What is that? Uh, Esper. Spirits. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like to see spirits because that's three colors there: Esper, mm. blue, white, black is sort of hits the spirit a lot of spirits. color. Hits lost spirits. Okay. Also, we talked about the dragons. Mm. Now, do you think that dragon? Do you think it's because the last set was four? Yeah, they all had four colors. Now the one before that one. They were all mono, right? Command. They were the mono commanders. And I think before there were three colors. Do you think they're going to change up the color? Do you think everything's th- going to I be? I think five? they have to change it because if they were all five colors, that's boring. That's like, boring, and then like and it just doesn't work for tribals. It doesn't work for tribals mostly. It fits dragons, right? It fits but, dragons because dragons are in all colors. Yeah. Now of course, like the things that exist that well, like we said dragons, of course, is a shoe in there, right? Like they couldn't exist. do a five color goblin, could they? That would be really weird. No. Because they literally unless they that. like. The other colors are just supporting. Yeah. Because there's not white. There's not white goblins. Yeah. There's like a weird red white token goblin, mm. and there's weird. There's weird tokens. There's no. There's no blue goblins. Yeah. At all. There's red. There's red blue <laughs> goblins. What if? It Holy was, shit! They could. <laughs> I don't feel like there's enough of. I don't enough. feel there's enough. I yeah. think of there's. I remember from Return to Advocate, the Is it the red blue? There was a couple goblins they had. Yeah. I don't think they're like Goblin be able to... uh, Electromancer or something like that, and then Goblin. Yeah, that had. They like... might surprise us, Maybe but I don't. I don't it. think that's likely Maybe to do all know. five colors. I think that even if it's if they do it, I think it would be really boring. It would be boring. Then they're not as defined. I like a tight like four things the max for I the dragon. Wanna... I probably go. You know, I want to play like a two color deck, if not mono. Yeah, because I've played the four. I I, I, like... I tapped out a uh, blue white. That Brago dig. I mm. made that one. Oh yeah. yeah, you said tapped out. I was like, what? But you I built it on tapped out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so spirits is one that has like three colors. Mm-hmm. Of course, we talk about goblins, zombies, of course, black, yeah. blue. They also and white now. But I think they just did Amonkhet. Yeah. So that was just race Amonkhet zombie stuff. Because mm-hmm. our friend Cody wanted to make sort of a sixty card zombie deck just for fun. Mm-hmm. But like all the zombie stuff has gone up, so there's more goblin. Yeah, I mean, they've more added some zombie synergy. stuff. Yeah. Um, I could see him doing zombies. I could all like the the lame answer, which we've talked about a little bit, would be angels, angels and demons because yeah. they're doing five color, and you could sort of do all that. That would be really, even though, yeah, that would be lame. But I think dragons are lame, and they're doing those. So like, I could see him doing angels and demons. Dragons but are so cool, dude. I really did like they've done a from the vault angels and demons. Yes, so I don't know. I if feel like gonna... it's less likely. But have they done a from the vault dragons? Uh, not that I can. Okay, recall. I feel like they might have, but I don't know. Um. I could. See, I would like to see Merfolk, just because I like Merfolk. I think they're cool. Yeah. I would like to see Elves. I think yes. they're cool. I and then you could do, like, and there's... There's Black Elves. I know that. Yes. Is there anything other than Black and Green? 
Not that I can. Okay, they could just do black and green. green. That yeah. would be cool. What, they, what if they did? So there's four. What if they did a five color? Mm, a four, four color three, and two, and a one. Well, they can't uh, do one because yeah. it'd be six. Wait, five. Five, four, three, two. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. So if they did like five color dragons, guaranteed. Four color. Cats. Goblins is coming to mind because you do splash in that blue. I guess. I feel like they wouldn't. Do I would do that goblins. one. So two goblins, three spirits. Okay. Four or three tree folk. I'd like to see a tree folk okay. personally. And you would mm. like that because you can use a soul formation because they have big butts. Yeah. And the commander they can use, you can make the same a, ability, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. Four. I don't know what you put in four. Yeah. Soldier. It's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Because they have white, red. I think you also have to do different color combinations. So you have the five. Soldiers have white. I've seen them pretty much in everything. I've seen everything. Or warriors. Warriors would probably mm. be good too. Just change it. I think there's a lot. Always oh, soldiers were a warrior support. Even though they had some warriors and cons. If they want to do some more cons. Because they're really keen on reflecting back on recent. Because mm. like Ojutai Master is a. Yeah, it was con kind of from cons. From, yeah. yeah. And that, so. I can see that because that makes those cards more valuable. Yeah. Like the dragon cards from cons are now going to be worth more and blah, blah. Yeah. So we really don't have any idea. We don't have no idea, <laughs> but we will talk about it. Yeah, as they let's, get spoiled. Let's, we've, been, we've just been talking We're, a lot of magic today. Yeah. Let's talk about... Do you want to talk about... you want to save Gwent until I play it? I might do like a quick Gwent thing. I'd rather talk about Destiny, though. Start okay, Destiny. Well, then Spiel. Okay. It's going to be a long episode, but yeah. yeah. Hey, let's roll it. Star Wars Destiny is a card dice game, which is interesting. I really like the dice aspect of it. It's hero-based... So you each start the game with some heroes, and there's like a hero point limit, and the heroes have different point values based on how strong they are, and you can have any combination up to like 30, I think is the max. The starter decks give you set heroes you start with. Yeah. But like if you bought booster packs, like those starters, let me pull out the cards. So like for the starter decks, which is all we've played, it doesn't really matter because you play with what they give you. But so like Kylo Ren, you see here is a 10 slash 13. That means when you start with him, you can either use one of his dice or both of his dice. And if you only use one, he's only worth 10 points. If you yes. use both, he's worth 13 points Yeah. out of your 30. And this first order stormtrooper he comes with is a 7. Okay, so this is sort of like a netrunner kind of... Yeah, similar to your influence. Now what is the symbol in here? That is the set symbol. Which looks like a weird boob. Kinda, yeah, I can see that. No, it's, it's more of that... Oh, I look at it closer. It's more like the... It's the Star Wars logo, yeah. basically. Yeah. But it's it's a round shape with a dot in the middle of it. But so the other side has Rey and Finn. And so your goal is to kill your opponent's characters. And you have these dice as well that come in with your characters. So like Kylo Ren has two Kylo Ren die that come with him. And they all the, all the size of the dice are shown on the card. Yeah. So you can tell what you could possibly roll. And like it's a very simple game, which I really like. It kind of feels like it's going for the Hearthstone audience where like you can sit down and play and be done in less than 20 minutes if you play quickly and then fire up another one and it's very i don't want to say casual because there's a lot of strategy there but it's a game you can play casually and just roll well, like i did a little strategy last game with that yeah. i kept that blue die mm. that one uh special cost so i can play that one card yeah yeah like there's definitely a strategy yeah, there's there. a little strategy but it's also a very like quick, easy game. Yes. Really, really, I love the flow of the game because you each do one action. You're basically pass. your turn is an action. Yes. Unless there's of course there's other cards that 
give you extra actions, yes. which is kind of or player abilities that like raise player like card abilities that when you put an upgrade on her, you can take another action. Yeah, so you can like chain stuff together, but by default, you I do an action, you do an action, I do an action. We keep going until so we pass, and when you pass, you start a new round where you. What's like, another game that's kind of like that? Um, I'm sure there that is. Done. Nothing's coming to mind, but yeah. I, I bet there is. It's like once you both pass. You kind of end the round, and then you draw back up to your five-card hand limit. You gain new resources, which are how you play your cards. Similar, you have a resource economy, kind of like Netrunner, except you can't ta you can't like spend your actions. You, to there's, get not, there's not a lot you can do in game to gain a bunch of resources, yeah. except for the what happens with the uh, die. Mm -hmm. So some of your dice sides. Oh my god! Spooky. <laughs> no. So some of your dice will have a side. That basically all the signs of your dice do something. There's yeah. also a blank on every die that does nothing. Or Stormtrooper, too. Yeah, Stormtrooper sucks. The gun sucks, too. <laughs> yeah. But your. So some one of your die sides will gain your resources, which is relatively rare and powerful, feels like, because a lot of your cards will cost like two or three, and you only gain two per round. So, like, I found that I was often just out of resources, and I would play like one card that costs two every round. You've also got signs of your die that deal damage, and I really like the way the actions work with your dice, because you have to spend an action, which is basically a whole turn, to yes. roll your card character, and then that like sets what, what you roll, is what yes. you have in your pool that can be spent. So you might get, let's say, uh, a basic melee attack. Mm -hmm. uh, a resource and a shield. And a shield. And like the shields just block a damage. Yeah. But once you roll them, you can't spend them until a future turn, because yes. it costs an action to spend as well as to roll, so your opponent well, can you react. you can resolve all of... Of that. type. So if you get two melee, you can resolve it at the same time. Yeah. So if you, like, Do you have an option to not to? I don't is it, know. Is it a may? I, um, I have to check the rules. I don't know. But anyway. I think you could split it up. Yeah. If you wanted to hit both of my characters. So I don't know of any reason you wouldn't want to. Fair enough. But it's possible. There's some situation. Yeah. So like if, at one point, John rolled like six melee damage. Yeah, dude. And you could just swing it all out with one action. Yes. And that was rough. But you've also... Uh, where was I going with that? So you got your dice sides on your card. You, the way, you're, well, the way the, you spend your actions, your I think opponent, we're going to the point of, like, player can react. Yeah. Because you spend the die. I spend an action to roll. Yes. And then John has a turn to, like, react to what I've rolled before I can use it. But also you get to sort of react, too, mm -hmm. as well. Because, look, you don't know what you're going to get because it's yeah. random dice. Right. Um, so you can sort of have to... Because, of course, you roll and you have a... you very, you got to play the odds, kind of. Yeah, you play the odds. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have, of course, something you hope to have, which is yeah. usually probably straight up an attack. Or something weird if you have some yeah, cards in hand. something that fits your strategy. Yes. Um, I was also hoping... I had a card. I was kind of hoping for Jesse to roll a bunch of attack melee. Because I have stuff that mm. sort of just got rid of that. Or yeah. made him discard a bunch of cards. Mm. So I was kind of hoping for him to roll that and so I can react there and play it. Mm. And sort of disrupt his things. And then where I can essentially game on and just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Like back and forth. Back and forth kind of works. interesting. Um, um, one big negative to the game, well, we'll get there in a second, as far as the gameplay goes, so you draw from your deck, you can draw, you lose when your deck runs out, and your hand, yeah. which that, at first I felt like you were on kind of a clock, because you draw back up to five every it, round. I felt, we didn't really have that problem, we were no. both close at the end there, but I essentially, mm -hmm. it was like in-game anyway, and I just yeah. won. Yeah, like the game is fast enough that we never, I've run out of deck both games we played. I almost ran out of deck. But you don't lose when you run out of deck. You lose when you run out of deck and hand. So yeah. like you kind of have to choose to spend your cards. Yeah. And it's at the end of the round you lose. So like you could go like kind of red strategy and play all your cards to try to win that Which round. Which I think I kind of did. I was spending my cards a lot. Yeah. Like I think it, it makes sense to spend them. Yeah. If you can like might as well. 
But there's also like a discard die side, so you could pull some wonky strategy where your opponent gets low and then you make him discard the rest of his cards. Also, these starter decks are not the full deck size. They're only 20 cards, whereas the, a real deck would be 30. So that adds a little bit more thickness Buffer to your room. deck. Buffering, okay. Yeah. And you also have the battlefield mechanic, which is very interesting, where at any point you can kind of step out of the round. Now, does this cost in sort of the building? No. You just get, you get to bring one. And they Regardless. all have different effects, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a battlefield, different effects. So um, at the start of the game, you each have a battlefield. You roll your dice to basically see who goes first, and you get to pick between the two battlefields, whoever rolls more numbers. And so that if you like yours, because it, like, oh, this works better with my deck, or mm -hmm. the strategy I'm going for, you pick yours. Yeah. Which or I assume if, if for some reason, if, like, if it's a random person, you're like, ooh, this guy I brought that. I kind of want that, because it's yeah. really strong and actually works better with my deck, or... Maybe he's doing something with it. I can take it. Yeah. So when you do take it, um, is it, uh, if I take yours, you go first. But right. I get two shields I could plus distribute. Plus characters. Plus my characters. Yeah. If, and it's of course reversed. If I... If you pick your own, you get to go first, but I get two shields. Yes. And so the way the upgrades work in your deck, so there's kind of deck card types, as usual, is an event, which works just like events in Netrunner. You pay the cost to do an effect. Yeah. There's also upgrades, which attach to your characters, and they add new dice. To that character. So when yeah. you roll that character, you roll that additional equipment mm -hmm. or upgrade dice. Yeah. And they add um, to you all new effects. Yes. And more interactions. Yeah. Of course, they might have ability. Of course, the characters have special abilities themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing I like is the special symbol on the die is the same across all cards but it's like has a different effect on that card card yes so that's a way to like kind of and the die come with like the card you equipment has a, a specific die that's yeah. associated and you can mm -hmm. tell because it has the same card art sort of in the weird because like the number will be in the corner of the face of a figured die and the rest of the face will be the card art yeah so, so you, can, you can look at it and be like oh this is for this mm -hmm. also the thing. color the color of the die itself too it's it's kind of hard to explain, but it's very visual. You yeah, can see, like, oh, this card, this, this die. die goes with this card. Yeah, there's factions, like, the blue is the Force users, and so, like, Kylo and Rey are both blue faction, and their yeah. dice are blue as their, like, background color. And I really like the dice as well. They're very chunky. They're big I, dice. I, I, I understand why they're that size, but I mm. hate big die. Yeah. They big dice, because it's just, like... They're big. They go, and I feel like... They go everywhere. We need a dice rolling thing to play yeah. this. That would be helpful. Yeah, that one... They bounce so much. Yeah. I also like the dice. If you notice, they are, they're not stickers on the signs. They're actually like laser engraved. Really? The pictures yeah. on the uh, pictures? Mm -hmm. Exactly the pictures. They're like laser on sticker? there. No. Take them out there. Well, fantastic. One. Yeah. Good like, production value. They're very high quality dice, I think. And that's the another neat thing. This is a... Or, mm, let's see if we're ordering this right. Kind of the only downside to this game, in my opinion. Like, if this was an LCG, I would probably buy into this, because I quite enjoy oh, yeah. it. This is not an LCG. It's a trading card game. This is a collectible dice CDC game. Yes, it is. Laser. Yeah. Fantastic. So, I bought the starter decks, and I like the starter decks a lot. But to get more cards, you got to buy the rounded decks. effect dice in terms of rolling probability. I don't think so. I think it matters if, it, if there was, it's rounded and one side was... Not. Not, yeah. or in the reversed, if one was... I see what you're saying. Yeah, if the, if the dice were uneven like that, okay, that could what? cause issues. Let's not talk about the dice. We yeah. had a 30-minute description on sleeves. <laughs> but the booster packs kind of kill this game for me. I don't really want to go buying them. One neat thing... Just buy the singles, dude. You always got to buy singles. But then you also have to... How does that work? You have to buy the... They come die. with... 
So it's like will. a booster, basically all rare cards have a die, and commons okay. and uncommons do not. So every booster pack, booster pack comes with one rare and the corresponding die. But I don't know how that works with characters. Like Han Solo has two dice. Does that mean you have to buy two Han Solos if you want to buy Han? I want to play him with both his dice. I don't know how that works. I need to look into that. I feel like you, some people are be selling. Yeah. But then, like, I don't. So you have to open two Han Solos to get both dice because the pack only comes with one die. Man, I don't know. So that, I don't know. That's something I have to look into. But the booster pack, they're neat little packaging because they have to fit a die, so they're kind of like weird shaped. But they're basically just cards and one die in the booster box, booster pack. And so, like, if I was gonna buy booster packs of a game, it would probably be this one. But also, before you go buying lots, if you need like opponents, like I would need to. Group. Yeah, because like, when did this come out? Um, last year, like late 2016, I believe. So, good for Fancy Fly for knocking down Star Wars, locking down Star yeah. Wars games. That Disney money. Mm, yeah, that they had, they've had the Star Wars license for like forever. Yeah. And then it's similar with Game of Thrones. Like, they bought the Game of Thrones license in like 2001 or something, when it was just a couple of books by George R. R. Martin. And they now do just... Yeah. So good for Fancy Flight for... Yeah. Getting down too big. Yeah, big old. Very. And they do good with the Star Wars games. I, I think so too, yeah. Like, have you so seen So it's not the, some weird, like, there's a lot of Star Wars products that I hate. Yeah. I.e., most of them. Fantasy mm. Flight has that production quality. They, they're they like, hey, let's do a, a game. Mm. Like the these tokens, even. Like, they're the standard Fantasy Flight chunky well, ass chunk tokens. thick. Yeah. Compressed yeah. cardboard with a just a simple but effective design. Mm. Similar, that's another. We, we didn't talk about component quality. The die, the cards are stock it's fantasy flight. So fantasy flight, which is just de- decent yeah. and will I think last with mm. just regular play. Yeah, they're thinner than I would like. They're thinner than yes. magic cards, but they're not like tearing apart in my hands. Yes, I wouldn't play with them unsleeved for a long period of time, but yeah. I wouldn't do that with anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you and I are the same. If you're gonna play uh, a lot, it's worth sleeving. Don't. Uncultured swines mm. playing with. It's kind of what bugs me about board games, but like it's too expensive to sleeve board games because they have too many cards. Like Tonto Quarto. Oh, I thought you like s- sleeping board. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big old sheet of plastic over everything. But I really like Star Wars Destiny. If I was going to get into a collectible card game, this would be the one. But I would need like all of you guys to get into it as well because yeah. it's not worth it by myself. Or I would need like a group at Blackthorn or something, which I may look into. I don't really want to go to Blackthorn all the time, but tomorrow's the fifth, right? Yes, today is the fourth. But if there was like a local game shop where there was a Destiny meta and play group, I might get into this game because I think it's fun and worth playing. How my opinions have changed on booster packs, I recall. Oh no! At dude. some point, I've said like I would never buy a booster pack. Now I'm like, fuck it! I just want to play the game. So that's the long and short of Star Wars Destiny. Uh, there were a lot of production issues which I think we've talked about in the past like the game came out and was like wildly more popular than Fantasy just, Flight predicted Yeah. so it was like out of stock for a long time but I think they've solved that now and have like met the demand mm-hmm. with their production so it's relatively easy to get I think the first set might even still be hard to get but like the second set has come out and the third set is about to come out and I don't want to get into booster packs that's too much too, too much. expensive too expensive even like uh, Team Covenant who's my favorite game store, online retailer, content producer, whatever you want to call it. They make yeah. a bunch of YouTube videos. They also sell stuff, and they sold, like, the uh, complete pack, whatever, where you could just pay, I think it was, like, $350, $400, and get a playset of the entire yeah. set. Yeah. Which that, I think, if you were really into it, is worth it. But they're also, like, they were only selling a certain number, 
just because they've got to open booster packs to and fill then those organize out. it and yeah and like that gets expensive fast so they were selling like six of those for each set or something tiny I don't actually know that number but very cool game I wish it wasn't randomized distribution but hey you can't win them all um, in LCG news, I think the Lo Legend of the Five Rings LCG is coming out very soon. Yeah. We also need to play more Arkham Horror. Gotta yeah. get Cody and Andrew over here and finish our campaign. Yeah, we got so much to play. I know, man. Time and Terminal Directive. We gotta play through that campaign. There are stickers. Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna <gasps> show you that. What? Ooh, ooh, yeah. Oh, these fucking tokens are everywhere. You that chunky sound. Stop it. Chunk, 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 chunk. So I'm gonna unveil this unveil this to you, John. Whoop. This big ass. I thought you were about to draw some. Big ass Netrunner Terminal Directive box. How much would you guess is in this box based on its size? Not a lot. <laughs> but it's such a big box, John. This box is like seven inches tall. Would you estimate that? Let me unzip. No, that's terrible. <laughs> Maybe like, I don't know. It might be six, five or six inches. It's very tall, especially for a Netrunner box. It's very tall. They're usually like two inches tops yeah. tall. It's also like the same size as your big box expansion, maybe a little bigger. Almost corset size. Thank you. Taking the top off of this box to reveal. Less suction. Yeah. Oh, look. We've got a nice cardboard insert. We've got okay. these rule books and a nice manual. Okay, okay. Some sticker boards. As you go through the game, they they change. Okay. Yeah, the rules change. A lot of packs that say, do not open. And then there's six packs of cards that take up, like, just the a top. tenth of the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, this is very light. This box could be... Let me just the do not open. Okay, there's a big... There's literally nothing underneath it. I, nothing underneath this either? No. Nope. Oh, my God. That's it. It's so like, you could... Easily do half the size, if oh, not yeah. a third of the size, yeah. if you really want to do compact. Mm -hmm. And, like, I guess I can use it for storage. <laughs> like, I can flip that, or take that insert out and put more Nerenor cards in it. But don't, isn't this so fucking alluring? These packs that say, do not open. I know, right? Like, I want to open them. You, you did, though. Those, these were not do not opens. The sideways That's ones? That's what says do not open. No, it doesn't. It says open now. Oh, okay. Mm, I know they. I just said open. And yeah, like, it's like the same font. Yeah, but these are the actual. These are the legal cards to play in like competitive. Okay. The do not open packs are for the story. Just mode. the game. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. I just look through the the new cards. God, I love Netrunner. Like as I was opening these, I was like, I haven't opened a Netrunner pack in like a long time because I've kind of stopped buying it because I haven't been playing it as much and it's not worth it to keep buying it. But it was like. Yes, and I hadn't even looked at spoilers for these cards either, because I had kind of fallen off my radar. Yeah. So I was reading through, like, seeing cards for the first time, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of alluring. But it's mm -hmm. like, with, like, I think with the Commander product, I want to see the spoilers, see what yeah. I'm getting. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially when they're, like, this I knew I was going to buy anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I knew I'm going to buy it for the single-player experience. Yeah, or yeah, the, yeah. Not single-player, the story mode. Mm -hmm. But doesn't these cool stickers? Yeah. Boards? I mean, there's only a sheet of... Will yeah, you, I know. Will you ever need more? I think they go on here. Uh -huh. So, like, as you complete an objective... So there's, like, six of each type, and I think there's only five objectives. Fuck. That I was been nightmarish. I about knocked over a cup. All right. It is. Uh, yeah, we're at a minute... An hour and twelve. Okay. So we're about... There's one done. thing we did not... Speaking of spoilers, yes. it was this hour... Devastation spoilers, which we didn't talk oh, Which is only okay. three cards. Two Planeswalkers... Hour of Devastation being the second in the Amonkhet block? 
yes. second and final. Ooh, before we jump into those, the block structure has changed again, right? I know it has. Jesus. I think so. I don't know. Pick pick one, uh, Wizards. Pick one and stick with it. Yeah. Are they bringing core sets back? I don't know what they're doing. Okay. We'll figure it out I before next episode. Doesn't matter. Spoilers. But uh, they have, of course, the nickel. Now, these, I don't know if these are going to be real. I feel like I don't know why I trust a sealed product more than, like... What do you mean sealed product? Like, a just a uh, complete product, like Commander 2017. Oh, just like, yeah. hey, those are the cards. I guess it's all sets yeah, cards. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's more... People are more curious into sort of the main set than oh, a Commander. Yeah. There's you know, more there's, interest in it because yes. it's standard. So I feel like there's also been, of course, spoilers. I remember they long ago, the Eugene, Eugene, uh, everyone's favorite planeswalker, uh, Ugin, when he was sort of spoiled, there was a fake one that yeah. looked exactly the same. Same art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I take it as a grain of salt. There's the Nicobolus God Pharaoh, which is probably yeah, name the one. title, title for generic. Uh, Blue, black, red, which I think has always been his colors. Mm. Um, he has four abilities. He has seven loyalty counters. Um, I don't even feel like reading them because mm. I don't know if they're going to be real yeah, or not. If it turns out to be fake, yeah. it's out there. If you want to, we'll uh, put a link in the description. There's a new uh, planeswalker. They always like to put in these sets just a random planeswalker that just mm-hmm. like people are just playing and there's a planeswalker. Yeah. And maybe if they a need local. It, a local. And I feel like later in the story. They can bring them back. Bring them back. Like Sahili. Uh, so they have Samut, the Tested, which was that one really card, good card, that had a shit ton of keywords, mm. which people were like, that's probably going to be a new Planeswalker because a lot of people with a lot of characters, legendary creatures, they have a lot of... Keywords. Of keywords seem to be, because they're mm. usually a strong individual yeah. and might have that spark. Um, I also heard a theory like the God Pharaohs put in all those, those challenges, all the gods, those trials... And there's a theory that Nicol Bolas is using those trials to trigger sparks oh, in people. That makes either, sense. Yeah, do build stuff. an army. Build an army. But um, what if Nicol Bolas is the good guy and he's all trying, along? He's trying like how in those side uh, EU Star Wars that the Emperor was just trying to prevent the Yuuzhan Vong. Oh God! <laughs> it's just the Phyrexians. He's trying to stop the Phyrexians. They're like the other big bad guy, right? I think so. My theory is that after this Nicol Bolas stuff. Like, say, they kill Nicobolus finally, right? Never gonna happen. The, I think they're gonna bring back uh, Garuk, or Garrick. I've seen mm. two, I've heard two pronunciations of that. Jaruk. Jaruk. Because Jaruk has still gone mad by Liliana's magic and uh, pissed about it. Yeah. And I feel like he's gonna be, like, a planeswalker turned to, like, kill all planeswalkers now, because yeah. fuck them all. He's done it in the Liliana. past, right? He, he, that- he's had an ability... There's a cards that like kill kill planeswalkers, yeah. so wasn't, that's his thing now is killing planeswalkers. Wasn't that like him in the one on the previous blocks? That was kind of his deal. Was he hunted planeswalkers? I think so. I think that's what's going to happen next. Yeah. So like, I watched some like twenty minute video on yeah. his past. So the the oath watch. Hey, we defeated the Aldrazi, Nicobolus too. Let's relax. No, then, they're being yeah. hunted. I think yeah. that'd be probably the next. That would be. Really I'm cool. putting my money on it. Yeah. Right now, I would yeah. like to see that. Uh, she's a uh, red and green. Um, kind of lame. Who is this? Samut, the tested. Oh, yeah, the local. The local. She has three abilities. One up to target who gains double strike until the end of the turn. Uh, and minus two, she does uh, fork bolts, which is two damage. You can split it. Yeah. 
And then negative seven is search your library after two creatures and or planeswalker. Put it on the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Okay. For seven, which is not as bad, but I don't know if that's real. Mm, one theory. The Nickel Bowl is planeswalker. Yeah. Flip back to him real quick. Would he benefit from coming in with one extra loyalty counter? Eight. Yeah, would that make a difference with his numbers? Nine. I haven't really looked at him. Yes. Okay. That policy, I don't know if that's a sign or not. But well, well, he has four, a plus two, a plus one, a negative four, and 12. So you can come in and do like a negative, a plus one, and then do plus two, plus two. Mm-hmm. Or do... If he came in at eight, you could just do plus two, plus two? Yeah. Okay, because you know, there was that card in M on Cat, the Dark Intimations, that was like, I can't remember what it was. I think it's an enchantment, and if it's in your graveyard when you cast a Nickel Bolas Planeswalker, it comes in with one extra counter on it. Oh, was that? Yeah. So oh, okay. I, I love that, just from my, like, planning. Not planning, but kind of, like, hinting at future content. You see that card in the first block, or yeah. the first set of the block, and it's, so it's like, you know there's going to be a Nicol Bolas Planeswalker in the second set. But that also makes it ripe for spoiler material, or for fake spoilers. Yes. Because people are like, well, I know it's coming, so I can mock one up. And it's probably going to benefit from that card a lot, I would assume. Yeah. And that card was also five mana, so people were speculating that Nicol Bolas himself would be six. So you could combo them, this kind of? he's seven. Okay. Maybe it was six, and they speculated he would be seven. I can't remember the exact Just numbers. Just for the next turn. Yeah, so you could play that card and then play Nickel. And it might even tutor for him. I don't remember. But that's interesting. But that also, I feel like anybody who was making a fake one, if they were paying attention, would do it that way, where he would benefit yeah. a lot from that extra one. So who knows? Um, so also you have uh, the last one. It's a sorcery. It's a board wipe. Bonto... Bonto's Last Reckoning, that, that alligator god. I don't know if it's female or male. It's kind of hard mm. to tell from an alligator head. Just to Crocodile be safe, head. call him Zer. Um, it, it's one generic and two black. Sorcery speed. Destroy all creatures. Lands you control. Don't tap during the next... Mm. Just, which I believe in terms of just cost and yeah, ability. I think that that's makes fair. sense. That's fair. The art looks bitchin'. I love it. Mm. And then the flavor text. To last, Bonto wanted only to be the, the to be first among the god pharaoh subjects. Yeah. But just like, Dad, look at me. Papa Bolas. Because um, it's weird, Nicobolas has gods under his rule. Yeah. Because um, he's the god pharaoh. He's the god pharaoh. Um, and that's it. Nicobolas is cool. He's kind of cool. Like, I like what he's... I like him better than the Eldrazi as a villain. Yeah, I like a more cunning... Yeah. Just like, like the forces of nature are boring. Yes. Even though um, Emrakul was actually pulling the strings all along. Whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see if these uh, change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will keep you updated if, as the actual spoilers start coming but out. When does this release? Hour of Devastation. I'll look up. I feel like it's pretty soon. Maybe in a couple of months. Oh, another interesting tidbit. Um, Mr. Rosewater on his like question and answer thing. Tumblr, maybe? I don't remember what the site. July 14th. Okay, that's real close. Yeah. So spoilers start, like, end of this month. Yeah. Neat. But on he was asked a question, and he answers questions on here about the mythic vanilla creature, which has been uh, talked about for a long time, and, like, how would they design a mythic with no text? And he said that it's coming out this year. Say that again? I'm sorry. So they, for a long time, one of the, like, concepts he's talked about, similar to, like, the sixth color, as, like, yes. a design thing they were going to do someday, he's talked about a vanilla mythic meaning one that has no text in the box. So it's just a blank creature. It's like a... Like, what do you mean, like a 3-3? Three, three? All right, it could be anything stat-wise and cost-wise, but it doesn't have any text in the text box. 
It's just like a, a bear. Yeah. But it's a mythic. So how how would you have to make how would you stat that card? I think it would either so what's I mean what's left is a creature type. Mm-hmm. And so it has no text. Maybe just flavor text. But yeah, it has just flavor text. No abilities, no oh, activated, no enter the battlefield effects, Correct. no tap mana, whatever. All it has is stats. It's stats and cost. And creature type. And creature type. So I think it would have they have a really good weird synergy creature type. See that? That would be weird. That's weird. But also, I think it would just, it's the most obvious is the cost to what you're getting. Yeah. So it would probably be like a, a one three mana cost. four four. Yeah. Something like stupid. Something stupid. Something stupid like a one three three. Yeah. Which is just breaks. It's, yeah, it's just busted. And if it had like just a good creature type, like a basic, like soldier, mm. hot damn. Yeah, something that kind of fits with the set. Um, but also, he didn't say it was coming in standard. So it might be in one of the new commander decks. Or it might be, because Plane Chaser said new new cards, so it's not there. But it could be in one of you these mean other... You Arch Enemy? Yeah, sorry, Arch Enemy. So it could be in one of these other supplementary products and not defile standard. What? There's not no conspiracy coming up. No. So it might be. What else will be dumb? Um, I've heard, I've read some theories. What well, was like a three drop? Zero. Ten. Just something weird. Oh, God, yeah, just a big, big old blocker. Yeah, with no, not Defender. Yeah. So you could... If you could buff it, yeah. Yeah. Would it be green, I'm assuming? Depends on what it's... Yeah, it could be multicolor or it something. It could be like a giant whale. It would be blue. Yeah. yeah. I've also heard the theory that it would just have... It would be like a 2020 with no mana cost. Not zero, but none. Oh, so you have to you have to find a way you to You have to cheat it. it into playing. You literally can't cast it. That's probably what's going to be. That's, I think it's going to be a cheat cast. That's interesting. But like then... You have to reanimate it or... Yeah. Yes. But then, like, how do you balance that? Unless the reanimation is really expensive. Well, uh, well, if it's like in Commander or something like that, yeah, it's so easy to reanimate. Yeah. Black, yeah. That's oh my not... god, it's easy. Mm-hmm. I can think of like three cards. Yeah, reanimate one. Uh, Whip of Erebos. It exiles at the end. So, but if it's like a twenty twenty, is that broken? If you can then like easily get it on the battlefield. I won't say easy. You have to get yeah. it in the graveyard yeah, it's first. It's still a two-card combo, and you have to discard it. And so there's, there's still, I, I don't know how balanced that is. That's what I'm wondering. Or if it's in standard. What if it's in Hour of Devastation? Then there has to be something that has to do some. What yeah. if it's Nicol Bolas? That doesn't make any sense. Because he's a planeswalker. He, he has to have text. Um, but what if, what if they, they're adding some? Because it's a mummy set. Mm-hmm. There's what if there's something. They're, they had Embalm. Yeah. Um, but what if they have... What if they had no cost? Mm-hmm. 10-10. Really cool. No haste? cost. No, can't have, no text. No can't text. Have haste. Just a 10-10. Mm-hmm. But then they had sort of an enchantment or something. A that new had, mechanic that reanimates. Or just or... had a bomb target creature in your graveyard. Does that just bring it back as a mummy version? That brings it as a mummy version. Okay. I could see that. Is there a lot of discard in standard still? Could you easily discard it? In standard, they have the cycling and whatnot. Okay. Or discard. Or well, it, could, just it couldn't have cycling because it's. Black. I mean, I know there's way. I think. I know, like. In, I mean, they also have to put stuff in. I think in the set, this. Maybe. We'll, we'll like, have to see. Is Innistrad still in standard? Because that had, like, madness stuff and a lot of discarders. Discard activators. I don't know what they're doing now. Yeah. But I feel like with the recent sets, and with. And I'm in cat sets, they're having mummies. Mm-hmm. And there is some weird discard cycling stuff, which is putting stuff in the graveyard. I'm not saying yeah. it's going to have cycling because, like I said, it can't. Yeah. It can't. 
I think they could do it. Like, I like that enchantment idea. That bomb target creature. And once you put it in there, you'll never use the actual card, too. You'll just use a token of it. A token can... copy, yeah. And they'll have a wood of a specific... Well, they also have a token of it, too. Because like, what I like about these bomb tokens, they always have a token of that oh, specific... That's cool. I Especially like with that. the legendary creatures, it's mm, really cool. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, Command Zone Game Nights episode with where the guy had the deck built around the monkey token? Yeah, I hate that card. That's so cool. I love that. And it has its own specific legendary token. Yeah, I don't like that card, though. I don't yeah. think it has a commander. Is it not actually good? Maybe in, like, red deck wins, that's probably good. Yeah, but like we're saying, commander, I don't you think can't I really like do it. that. Because I don't think yeah. that that monkey doesn't even do commander damage. Right. So It's just, yeah. It's just a 3-1. I'd rather have, a, as a commander, if I'm doing that route, a Saint of uh, Trap Staff. Yeah, yeah. Trap. Or as a 4-4 four, four angel. There's yeah. ways you can actually keep that angel. Yeah, I've seen that. You, like, There's, flicker it or something. I can't. I don't know what you do. Or, you know, you have to end the turn. There's stuff where you yeah. end the turn. I've heard about that. Yeah. Something you can, like, tap and it ends your turn immediately. I have uh, two copies of that card, that artifact. Yeah. yeah. Oh, baby. What an episode. I know, right? We're Not a magic speculation, right? It's good speculation. Yeah, it's fun. And, like, I really want to play this uh, Terminal Directive. We gotta yeah. build decks for it though. We gotta set aside a time. We have to set aside a time, but uh. Do you want to play live on the podcast? Do you want to play corporation or runner? Oh, just decide right now. Mm. You gotta pick one. I'll let you look at the identities. I think you can use any of the core set stuff, but I think that's kind of boring to use one of the core set identities. So on. So we have Steve Cambers. The first time you each turn that you make a successful run on HQ, you may choose two cards in your heap. If able. The court removes one from the game. The other is added to your group. I like that sort I of stuff. I do, too. The recursion. It's freaking baller. And then there's, we have... There's another one. Okay. Like so mid through, through, it switches to green. There's a uh, shaper. It's either shaper or criminal on the runner side. And shaper. either HB or Wayland. Uh, Ayla Bios Rahim. Identity. Okay. Before drawing your starting hand, look at top set cards of your stack. Set four of them face down. As in VRAM. Shuffle the rest into your stack. You pay a click. Add one card. It's like, that reminds me of stuff from like, there's like, there's a guy from Ava Revolt that people mm -hmm. use as a commander that lets you, when it does combat damage, you can exile some opponent's stuff and put it in yeah. exile, and you can always cast just cast it. it. Yeah. And I like that shit. Mm, that's awesome. It's yeah. like, it's kind of like filter drawing. You can get to pieces of your deck quicker. You can filter that, and then if it's just like, even if it's not getting the good stuff, it's stuff that it gets like, it out of the way. It's out of the way. So in terms of the corporation, uh, Cedar Laboratories, which is a uh, has biodroid. The first time each turn, the runner loses or spends a click during a run. You may add one card from archives to the top of R and D. Mm. That crazy has biodroid draw stuff. Yeah, your recursion. Um, uh, Scorpios. Is that yeah, there's also been all kinds of like Hank Scorpio. Uh, combinations with that from The Simpsons. This uh, is very much him. Uh, defense systems. Identity. All right. Okay. Whenever a runner is trashed. Runner card. Oh my god. When the runner's <laughs> trashed, the runner. And that's way. Whenever a runner way. card is trashed uh, from any location, you may force the runner to remove it from the game instead of adding it to the heap. Uses Billy only once per turn. That kind of counteracts that one yeah. guy. And like any card that's played counts as trashed. So like if they play a count siphon. How about we gone. both pick a runner and a. Uh, Okay. We'll have to fiddle it so we can play through twice, which is also fine. Oh, that's right. Because the way the stickers work. Fair but enough. That's totally fine. We'll I want to play. I want to try it all. 
I like them both. I mm. for a runner, I kind of want to do. I'll do the green one. Okay, I'm gonna say I want to do the criminal one, but if you want the criminal one, you can. Yeah, I'll it. do that. And then in terms of, is there? How about you pick? I pick okay. first. I'll be um, runners. How about the corp? You get a first pick. Because I'm fine with either one. Yeah, I think um, I'm torn because I like the also the uh, the Scorpios is Wayland. I yeah. imagine. I like the Wayland identity better, but I like the HB card pool better. I'm gonna go Wayland. Okay, because I'm fine with either one. Yeah. So that, I think the recursion on HB is really strong because they have all the ice that makes you spend a click. Uh, so that's where that comes in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. A lot of plans of the future. A lot of yeah. hearty content coming. A lot of the physical stuff, which I love. Like, if yes. it didn't cost money, I would never play a digital card game ever. Yeah, dude. So, Gwent. Let's go for another hour about Gwent. Oh, my God. Let's, let's, I say let's save it. Yeah, hour and a half, we're hour and a half in. It's yeah. time to... And there's things I want to do today. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I just realized something about work. I'll tell you off. It's nothing crazy, but I'll tell you off. Let's end the show in step. End step. If you would like to contact us, drop us an email over at thebigscooppodcast at gmail.com or leave us a tweet on Twitter. Uh, Twitter on Twitter, I mean to say. At Big Scoopcast is our Twitter handle. Um, that's about it as far as contacting us goes. Next time, we're probably going to talk about Gwent or Neuron Terminal Directive or Arch Enemy or... Star Wars Destiny some more, or Tonto Quarry. Uh, we got options. We got options. Definitely going to be some Gwent talk, though. All right. Because Gwent is actually really... That's all okay. it says. I really, really like it. Okay. All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening, and go play some card games. Take care. Bye-bye. I think it's 46? No, maybe it's 47. So I didn't, did I introduce the last one? I don't even remember what we talked about last time. <laughs> we talked about a game. Did we talk about Astral Towers? Yes. Soundloud.com. Soundloud. Soundloud.vom. I'm not a good typer. Soundcloud. The Big Scoop. Not the Big School. What's wrong with you? <laughs>